Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hi, it's Will Hayhurst. I played for Preston or Femme from 2008 to 2015. And now I'm currently playing in the Conference North for Farsley Celtic part-time whilst being a property developer. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've been meaning to do it, Anna, but... Nah, it is what it is. We're all busy, aren't we? Life's just... Part-time football, it's just... You, you think like part-time, but it takes over your life. Do you enjoy it, though? Yeah, I do. I do enjoy it. It's um, it's, dif- it's different. Uh, yeah. You know, all I, ever, all I ever knew was growing up was full-time football, kid, professional football. That's all I ever want to do. Yeah. And not being disrespectful to non-league, but when I was growing up at Preston... I was probably that time where non-league wasn't really that big apart from, I'd say, the conference. So yeah. I'd actually thought conference and then anywhere below, they don't, you know, they don't, it isn't serious or they don't get paid and everything. So I didn't really know much about it. But um, when I eventually went into it, um after like when I signed for Farsley, like I've, last year it was probably well since Preston my most enjoyable year in football. So yeah. you know it's um, it's been an eye opener, but you know I enjoy non league. You, you kind of get you know you can kind of have something in the background of your life, and you can kind of have football as like a hobby kind of thing. Yeah, it doesn't consume you. Which kind of takes pressure off. I think when I was full time, it was a bit like. You know, it's 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 this or nothing. Mm. If you have a bad day at training, you have a bad bad game. It eats it eats you up, and because you've got that much time to kill through the day. Yeah, uh, you're just thinking about it all the time. Yeah, twenty four seven football, and with my injuries and stuff, it didn't help. But with uh, part time football, with doing houses up, it's it's kind of my release of of not thinking about football as much so I can kind of, you know, concentrate on other things. Yeah. So yeah, I enjoy it to be fair. Good, good. Um yeah, so Preston lad, well, a little bit just on the outskirts, but near enough for Preston lad. Um you were a Preston fan as well, weren't you growing up? Yeah, since I was uh, my na- my nanny um was a big Preston fan. She used to go all the games and um she used to take me on season tickets, so she'd get me a little bag of sweets and we'd <laughs> sit on the halfway line on the Finney stand every single game. And then we'd wait, we'd wait for my mum to come and pick me up after a game. Yeah, she, We'd wait for the away buses to come past and, and she'd give me a bit of stick. So <laughs> yeah, I, I loved going as a kid and, and then... You know, it was it was like a dream to be a mascot and then play. And they ended up getting me a mascot where I walked out with with Greza, and you know, it was it was an unbelievable feeling as a kid. So you know, Preston's always been you know the main club that yeah supported. And like I said, it was an it was an absolute dream come true to play for him. So 
Did you start out with um, with language talent initially then? Or? Started out with language, yeah, just just playing as a kid and I was I did really well as a kid and you know, just playing with your mates and, and enjoying it. And then I went to I went to train with Preston when I was twelve maybe 12, 13, and I got Oscar Slattis in both knees and I couldn't run. I was playing Saturday for uh, Preston, Sunday for Longridge, so yeah. I got Oscar Slattis in my knees and I couldn't move, so they didn't take me on, which was tough, but I went away for a year and then I come back again and everything just clicked and um, a year on, I was 14, scoring for the reserves and it was just such a complete turnaround and and that's how... That's how I got in, really. So, how did how did it come about that North End like found you? Was it just a scout on a Sunday morning, or <laughs> my, my dad's friend was a scout for Preston, so right. quite handy. Yeah, <laughs> so he he got me in. Um, I think he scouted the lad who played for who went to United. I forgot his name. Who United bought him as a kid from Preston? I think he scouted him as well. Um, I think he went to Hull so I was quite lucky with that um, but then the second time I just took my chance and yeah, enjoyed it Yeah, you were, I remember speaking to your mum I think probably just after you'd broken your leg the first time um, <laughs> and I think prior to that I think from what your mum was saying everyone was quite hopeful that you were going to get offered an apprenticeship at North yeah. End. How did the first leg break happen? Were you in the academy or Yeah, it was um I'd just signed. It was my it was in my first first year scholar. Ah uh, right, okay. So so when I made my like debut for the reserves, I always knew like a lot of lads were playing youth team and I didn't play youth team. I played a lot of reserve games instead. Yeah. <laughs> and it helped me a lot because I was playing with like Adam Barton. Uh, Danny Mayer, like them two were just unbelievable at that age. Yeah. And it helped me a lot. And then I think I had a bit of a, I didn't struggle, but I had a bit of an off kind of year in my 16s. And I thought, I'm not sure if what's going to happen here. Because, you know, they get a lot of kids from United and stuff coming. Yeah. <laughs> but then I got it. And then uh, David Unsworth come and said, you know, you're going to be with the reserves all year, hopefully, make your debut for the first team at 16. And then um, I played a resi game at Bamber Bridge and then I played the first youth team friendly at Bolton and went in for a tackle and broke my leg. Um, so that's your luck, really. But Was it tough coming back from it? Um, the first one, not so bad because, you know, it's your first injury, I kind of... yeah. I had a lot of people behind me, the youth team managers who really believed in me. So it helped. It was hard coming into a youth team and seeing all all your teammates kind of progress and that's what you've been wanting to do full time football every day. And you're just sat in the gym watching, you know, them them enjoy themselves and train and play. Um so that was probably the toughest part. But coming back, I got back and just got back for the Youth Cup, actually. That's kind of the biggest thing. Yeah. Youth Cup and um, I played them and then three months later I broke my other leg. So that yeah. was kind of the first year all summed up. I think the second the second one was a lot harder to come back from uh, mentally because 
obviously I've been through it all with my first, but I come back quicker with my right one. But that one was tough. And I went into my second year probably a lot behind the other lads kind yeah. of fitness. And they've had, they'd had kind of eight months, you know, solid day, day-to-day training more than me. Um, and it was tough. So I just, I just got my head down. And after about three or four months, I kind of kicked on. And then towards the, towards the kind of end of the year, I was, I was back to, back to my best and, and doing really well. So yeah. Never so who who was who was in charge at the time when when you first signed? Was it Phil Brown? The scholar. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Phil Brown. Yeah. So did did you oh, signing as a scholar? Did you see um, like did you see much of the first team or the manager or did you have much to do with them? Ferguson. Which one was first? Uh, no, it was Darren Ferguson actually. Darren Ferguson, then Phil Brown, then <laughs> Graham Wesley. Yeah, it, it was. I think a hard thing was as well. Darren Ferguson was very youth minded. He used to come over. Yeah. I never, I never got the opportunity because I was injured. But he always used to come over and you know train with the lads, and you know that's obviously good. Him showing so much interest, and yeah. um, it was him. And then obviously, you know, you had players like Danny Welbeck around I know he was young then but he was bringing them kind of players Matty James in yeah. you know good young players at United um, and then Phil Brown come in and to be fair he give he give opportunities to um, quite a few didn't he Oily, Brandon uh, so it was quite a good kind of time at Preston to get I think a lot of year second years and first year pros got the chances Dan Devine and um, Shannon and, and all that so it was kind of something to look forward to to kind of get back fit and you know think you know I have got a chance of getting in this yeah list. so you could see potentially like a way through for yourself then but when you see other players getting in you can always see a kind of route for yourself yeah. if there's not many then you know it's kind of it's a lot tougher but I think I think they did they did believe in giving young players a chance which which was good at pressing at that yeah. time I think the um I think we was lucky as a youth team with Dean Ramsdale and Jamie Hoyland, like unbelievable. Like, yeah, like, they they were such like father figures to us, and they were so they were so strict on us um, in a good way. Um, when we weren't doing things right, they they'd let us know, and they always made us do better. They always said, you know, they're not bothered about results, even though we 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 always we did well in competitions and we always like won the league. But they always said. They care about at the end of at the end of the day. They want the right right football played, and they want to produce players. And yeah, more about your development than anything else. Yeah, and they, and they did produce good numbers at that moment. And um, we was lucky to have them. You know, Nick Nick Harrison, who's still there, was was around. Yeah, Fenner was always around. Um, you know, Dave Unsworth, another one who was a kind of brilliant to to have around to to improve you and everything. So we did have a good good structure and everything. We was always at the training ground. Yeah. Um you know, looking at first team, you'd always get called over to join in some sessions and stuff. So it was always good to be around the first team as well. So you could kind of get to know people and so you weren't kind of outsiders. So I think at that that point at you know the training ground, it was a great opportunity for us all to get an opportunity. 
<laughs> what was it like then when, when Graham Wesley came in as, as a young lad? Because was it under him that you signed? Yeah, it was. it's a bit of a weird one for me because, you know, you hear so much stuff and, you know, it's, it was very intense at times. You know, it was, my, it was my first year pro, but I've always got to be thankful for him because, you know, the, um, the past month with all the uncertainty, a lot of lads were kind of looking to go to America I think we got told on the last week of the first team season. So a lot of a lot of teams, you know, like your Rochdales, your Oldhams, they'd already made decisions on players, so they didn't have room to sign anyone else, even though we were probably the best group about. Um, I'm surprised that there was very little of us who kind of got pros. So a lot of lads were looking at America. A few went to America. I had someone who'd come over and offered me a full scholarship. Uh, yeah. Parents and everything, so... It was a tough one because I kind of thought if you go America, you're turning your back on really giving um, professional football in England a good go. Mm. Uh, I think it's tough to come back from America and get in. Um, and then he gave me my debut. You know what? A, probably the best debut I could ever be involved in. You know, my favourite player, Greza. For him to score the <clears throat> the goal, the free kick on his last ever game on my debut, it was probably like. He's quite intertwined into your footballing life, isn't he, really? Like that that mascot thing and then obviously being a a big boy for him and then making your debut on his last last ever ever game and obviously he scores that free kick as well. Yeah, he's um I've always looked up to him massively and I've spoke to him and he's such a model professional, did all the right things and that's why he's had such a good career and Mm. he's now doing well in management. And, yeah, um, we had him. We had him on the podcast. I think he was like our third or fourth guest. Um, and he actually he said that free kick. He was. I think he said he was going to square it to you for you yeah, to yeah. have a have a bit of a dig with it being oh, your debut. Please and um, I think he said Cootsy It was came over and was like, "Why, why don't you just have a pop? Like, we'll, we'll get other opportunities, sort of thing." And obviously, he yeah, did. It was what an unbelievable moment for him to you know, finish his career like that. So it, it was a good feeling for everyone. How was it for you then making your debut on that? Sort of, n- not not the fact that it was obviously Greza's last game, but just from, from a personal point of view, you know, the club you supported, you, you'd gone on watching them, like you said, with your nan. Absolute dream come true. Like literally my dream as a little kid was to play for Preston. Like that yeah. was not, not, I didn't think about playing 200 games or whatever. I just said, I, I just want to play play for Preston. And yeah. it was probably the best feeling I've ever had. It was did, like... Did you know, like, the night before, did the manager tell you or...? Yeah, he, he kind of said, you know, you're in the squad. And then before the game, he made me sing in front of the lads and like <laughs> the dance, um, which was... Um, I'd say, I wouldn't say I'm shy. I'd, I'd just say I'm not very... Outgoing in in new groups, kind of yeah. to settle in, and so. But that was that was a good one to t- try and you know get in with the lads and stuff. But to to come on, I think we, we were losing at half time, and just to come on and just get back get back in the game and everything, and you know we had a great crowd on, and it was just such an unbelievable feeling to make my debut at Deep Girl. It's all I've ever wanted to do as a kid, and to do it. You know, I'll I'll always be proud of that. Yeah. 
What so on the whole then with the young lads, what what was Graham Wesley like? Was was there much difference between how he was with the first team and the the young lads, or was it just the same across the board? Or he was he he wasn't in for very long um, before our decisions, so I don't think he really had the opportunity. I think he had a lot going on to sort out the first team. Yeah. You know, because I think his main aim was, you know, thin out the squad, and I think obviously, I don't, I don't know, but probably wage budgets were probably yeah, yeah. high for Preston at that moment in time, and he's come from, you know, kind of non-league, getting, you know, players in on cheap and and progressing them and stuff. So I think he had a big job on his hands at first, and I think a lot of players didn't buy into it, so he didn't really have time for the youth team um, so that's kind of I kind of half written it off yeah in one, because we had a very good youth team as well there were so many talented lads I couldn't believe that you know Reese James went to United which mm. was um, a crazy one but you know there were so many good players um, but for me to get one like I was over the moon and stuff so I'll always be thankful for him for that Cool. Um, yeah, obviously made your professional debut. Um, your first goal came against Swindon in a one-all draw. Then I think yeah. was it the next game you scored again against yeah. MK Dons. Yeah. And then three and three was against Stevenage. Two nil. Not the Stevenage one. Did you think, obviously, scoring three goals in three games, like what's what's going through your mind at that point? Or are you just... Crazy, really, because um, I had a bit of a, a weird start to my first year pro with Graham West. It was very... Like I, like, I knew when I was a kid, I was very good at running and, you know, fitness. Yeah. <clears throat> there was me and, and Bukes, we were very competitive at... Um, like he, he he was an he was an animal at running, and you yeah. know, I always had to keep with him, you know, to try and push myself. But it was it was so tough physically um, that I used to get to games and I'd be knackered, and it was just tough on for my first year pro. I just found it hard. And then um, John Dreyer, I got along with John so well. I still keep in touch with him now, and you know he he believed in me a lot and I think he said he, he spoke to quite a few of the boys the night before and, and they said oh like I think you should play Will and you know he backed me and we played Bournemouth and we absolutely played him off the park yeah. you know they had a very good team and obviously it got them that similar team got them all the way to the Prem and yeah, yeah. 3-0 and that was kind of my role back in and I kept my spot and then Simon Grayson come in and kind of kept my spot and you know just Coming to score three and three, it was like it was such a crazy feeling. Like yeah. I said, being always to play Preston to score for Preston, it was even better. So to be on that, I think the back end of that season, I was I was confident. I felt like I, I'd play every game, and yeah, I was just I was just back enjoying my football. Sometimes when you have a change in, you always see it changing manager. There's always a lift, and yeah, and so something then just clicked, and it was just right. Yeah, what was what was it like when Simon came in? Was there a, like a a massive difference straight away between him and Graham Wesley? Or yeah, I'd, I would say so. Um, even John, John, because um, he stayed on the staff, didn't he? Yeah, um, 
I really like Johnny. Um, he, he kind of changed a lot as well. He just said, just go in and enjoy it. Um, you know, everyone has different ideas in how they want to play and patterns of play and stuff. And then Simon Grayson was obviously the same. He, he wanted us to play his, his own way and the lads bought into it. And yeah. we had a, I think being at Preston, one, one big thing, and I think even looking at it now, there's always been a group where you've never had egos and yeah, they've always had a good, just solid, hard-working group who all get along and they want to do do well for one another. And I, I still see that now with, with the lads there and I think that's what's helped as a club moving forward so yeah. well. So do you think do you think Simon Grayson helped to bring that in? Because obviously, I think a lot a lot of the people that Graham Wesley brought in, like John Welsh, David Buchanan, Scott Laird, uh, I think Jack King as well, were still obviously involved or in the squad, um, or at least at the club when when they got promoted. So do you think Simon helped sort of take that group to that level of working hard, getting on with each other, and trying to hit that next level sort of thing? Yeah, definitely the. Um... He obviously brought his own players in, and I think the players um, Graham brought in—they were all good players. Like Kingy, great player; Lady, great player; Welshy, like what a player; um, Keno, you know, solid. Yeah. You, you know, there was he brought in so many players who probably weren't on like it weren't a massive budget, so he, he kind yeah. of did a good job for Preston by sorting all that out, but. Um, I think yeah, he come in and he kind of progressed them and as a team, like the the togetherness and and everything. Everyone just bought into it and and did so well. And I think when you have a good group of lads, you know, it can it can kind of take your place. And obviously, he added a lot more quality as well. Yeah, you know, you know, got like Dalian on one, and you know what a player he is. Yeah, and I think the progression that Preston's had to this stage, you know, it's always been a steady progression and you know that's why they've continued to do so well mm. you signed your contract extension at the end of the 2012-13 season I think it was was that an easy decision yeah it was um, it was I had um, I know I had a couple of teams who watched me the final when I was doing well in that season but my, mm. my focus was always to stay at Preston I'm not, like they weren't like mega teams, they were kind of like same, same as Preston or League Above. Um, but I always wanted to stay at Preston. That was always my dream. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've, I wanted to be at Preston as long as I could, and I, I felt like I was going in the right direction with things. I knew I knew Simon Grayson was going to bring in players, which were going to make it harder for me, which it did. But um, it was it was always a no-brainer to stay at Preston, mm. really. How did the move come about? Obviously, you signed 2012-13, so that would have been the 13-14 season. And then I think it was the January of the 2014-15 season when we ended up going up that you moved to Notts County, was it? Yeah, so the year before I went on loan to York, and I needed some games. I think he brought Galley in, and um, I couldn't get ahead of him. He, yeah. Played Chrissy in, um, in front of me as well, so it it was kind of frustrating not playing. And I'm not one who just wants to sit on a bench. Uh, yeah. So I played at York with, with Ben, and we did really well. And then next season we come back and we just thought we'll give it a good crack. And I actually got back in, and then I got injured. 
and that that cooled me a bit and then it got to a stage where I had six months left on my deal and um it was one of them you either waited out and see or or you know get a move. Yeah. Which obviously I never want to look back with regrets, but I do regret leaving Preston that year. Not about just going up and stuff. I knew I knew they were up there as favourites to go up, but I wouldn't have wanted to be, you know, like a bit part player anyway. Yeah. And, and go up. Um but I just I just felt like, you know, with Galley in front of me, it was kind of a tough one. I didn't want to go on loan and get to the end and and not get offered anything. So I kind of made the decision to go to Knox. I mean, it was the wrong decision, but you know, you've you've got to make them decisions. Shit happens, doesn't it? Yeah, some some work out and some don't. You can't you can't look back and think, I should have done this, I should have done that. So I suppose if they're offering you a two-year deal and you've got six months left at North End, you're thinking, well, that's me set for at least the next two years. That, that was kind of my thinking, yeah. And um, moving down there, it, it obviously didn't work out. It was run very badly when I went. There was yeah. a lot of players and then I got injured, so that was kind of the time where I just didn't enjoy football at all. I, I didn't yeah. want to be down. I didn't, I didn't go to any games when I was injured. I'd just come home and it was a, it was a tough time, you know, yeah. leaving Preston. I think because when I was a kid, all I ever wanted to do was play for Preston. That's all I wanted to do. To mm. leave Preston, nothing was ever going to be good. You know, nothing was ever going to compare. So yeah. it was kind of a tough one. Then my injury come and, and it made it a lot worse. So that Tough. was kind of... Yeah. So what, how did, how did the, the end of your time at Notts, Notts County come about? Was it just a contract and that was it? Or? Um, I mean, I think there was about five managers since I were there in 18 months. Jesus. Um, Sean Derry brought me in, then he got sacked, which I think he's, if he'd have stayed, we'd have been okay. Uh, Preston losing on the last game of the season sent us down. So, oh, bloody hell. <laughs> That just sums it up, really. But um, and then the the change of managers were a foreign manager, Roberto Menis, come in, and I wouldn't say we got along amazingly. He brought in a lot of players. Um, then he got sacked, and there was a lot of overseas players in two year deals. So it was it was all over the shop, really. And yeah. then they kept changing managers. Um, Jamie Fullerton come in, and he said. You know, he wanted me to get fit and and keep me. Then he got sacked after about sixty days, so it was kind of Jesus. a rough. And then um, my knee still wasn't right. My first knee operation after eleven months, it was it was horrendous. So um, they just said they couldn't offer me a new deal because I was I was still injured. So I yeah. went to St George's Park, and it was brilliant there. They sorted me out, and I had to get another operation. So I left knots. I had to pay for my own operation and get fit. So I was kind of no club. Um, PFA paid me back from out, which was brilliant. And mm-hmm. luckily Preston, you know, um, I, I said if there was one person to get me fit, it'd be, it'd be Matt Jackson. Yeah. And thankfully, Gally sorted me out to go back there. And, and you know, I did my rehab with them, which come back really. And I touched wood. I haven't had um, any problems with it since. Happy days, yeah. I've heard, I've heard a lot from people that I've had on that have spoke really highly of Jacko. Mm. I think that they've a lot of them have just pointed to the fact that he's still at the club now after so long. Obviously, very good at what he does. Yeah, 
you know, some managers bringing their own their own staff all the way through. But he's kind of been there from the start. You know, he's he's been there ever since I was a kid. Mm. So he's been there a long time, um, and I just fully believed he he was going to sort me out. He had um, he had Callum Woods who did his knee as well, so we kind of did our rehab together. Yeah, yeah. And, um, it was it was tough because it was two operations. You know, it was eleven months and. My knee was still flaring up bad, and then another five months with with him. Well, he he got me to the stage where, you know, I got back and, and my knee's fine. Um, but I think mentally it was just the damage we've done with football. I just yeah, you had enough. That that was where I was like, I I just I don't want to play it anymore. I got it was it was sad because I got to the stage where I just hated it. I hated yeah. everything about football. Uh, you know, since I was a little kid, or that's all I've ever wanted to do, and and to get to twenty three, and absolutely hate. I didn't want to watch it. I didn't want to be involved in it. I didn't yeah. want to kick a football. I didn't want to run. So after a few kind of getting fit trials, I just I just had enough. I just so were you, were you still going around and going to different clubs on trial and stuff like that? Uh, when I got fit, I went to a couple of clubs on trial. I went to Bury, but. They had a lot of players, and it was kind of I weren't fit at all. And then I went to Barrow for about three months, and that helped me get fit. But it got to the summer, and I just I just lost all interest, um, and I just didn't want to play it anymore. Really, yeah. which, it was tough to tell my family and stuff. But was that just, was that a decision that you made on your own, or you and your missus, or you and your family, or was it just that was it? Your mind was set and. Uh, yeah, it was. I just, I just got to a stage where um, I had to make that decision. They, they didn't want, you know, they did support me in anything. But if, if your head's not in it, then you're just never going to progress. So yeah. I just had to, I just had to take my time away. And thankfully, I did. And you know, coming back now, I, I didn't think I'd ever come back. But coming back now, I enjoy it. I do enjoy it again. So yeah, it was, it was good to get away. Have you got any any sort of memories or any stories or anything that stick with you from your time at North End or um, stories? Bloody hell, it's a long time ago. There were a lot of messing about and stuff, but um, I loved it. Like Gally was so funny. Yeah. Like uh, me and Gally just used to go at each other every away chief, and you know he's such a funny guy guy to be around and. Um, Lady was such a joker. I, you know, Lady was like my best friend at Preston at the time. And yeah, because he lived up in Longridge as well, didn't he? Yeah, we used to travel in with with Garns. You know, Garns is just Garns, and he's just um, he's funny as well. I got on top of me. I had not many stories now. But... I, th- I had. I think it was. Uh... Oh, it was Stucky. I had Thorsten on a couple of weeks ago, and he said about uh, a Christmas deal to Glasgow or Edinburgh I think and he said you got absolutely leathered on the train and just went straight into the hotel and that was you done Kevin Davis had a drinking game and I thought alright then we'll play and I got I got there I don't remember getting off the train <laughs> Lady put me to bed woke up the next day Mackies couldn't eat oh I felt horrendous fancy <laughs> dress the next day thankfully oh. I got in but not a bad trip Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, well, last one then. Um, obviously, you're still mates with a, a lot of the lads that are at the club now, but what, what are your thoughts on the current squad at the minute and 
like their chances of obviously when the se- if the season continues uh, of, of getting promotion or do you still go on North End even? Or... Uh, it's hard with football. Um, oh yeah, of course, because you're playing, aren't you? I'm playing, or I've got I've got Tuesday night training. It's you know Tuesday Thursdays, so um, it's hard to get on. Yeah. And then when I'm off, it's it's nice to spend time with a little family. Yeah. Uh, not often I get on, but you know I'm I'm still close with you know Ben and Alan, and you know they've done so well since you know I left, and you know I'm good friends with Piero now through them, and those yeah. um, are three. They're so this all three of them are so good. You know I I believe they can all play in the Premiership. Yeah, um, and it's been nice to see the progression. You know Ben, I was there since I was 14 with him. You know, through, been through a lot with him. You know, youth team, loans. Yeah, because you were both you were both at York together, weren't you? Yeah, and he he did so well. He got Young Player of the Year and everything, and just to see him progress. You know, he he had to go out and get get games other places, and just to see him come back after his Fleetwood loan, he's he's just taken off from there, and yeah. he's never looked back really. And to watch him now, it's he's come along so well it's it's unbelievable to see and hopefully they can you know make it make it to the top and if it's repressed and then you know it's an even bigger bonus really but yeah. the current you know they've got they've got everything to to go up I think it's been so even I, I always speak to them and they never they never fear anyone I don't think there's anyone who stands out massively you know that you've got your top two but you won't say they're the blown, the blown Preston away. Um, if they could keep the squad fit, and you know that I think togetherness is a big thing. You know they've been together for so long. Yeah. Uh, the man, the manager's coming and done brilliantly. And who says they can't? There's, it's they've got such a great opportunity. You know, <laughs> you don't know what's happening with the season, yeah. but this is probably the the season where they had the best chance. Um, I think losing Piro towards the end would have been a massive miss. Uh, so if it continues now, that's a big, big bonus for yeah, them. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think I, I think it's all all fifty fifty really. It's it's yeah. anyone's anyone's to go and win really. And then you know playoffs are just if you can get in the playoffs, it's it's a two legger and then the final. You know it's it's whoever turns up on the day. So yeah. Are you um, are you surprised to see Gally still playing? Or does it not surprise yeah, you at all? Not really. No, he absolutely loves football. Yeah. Loves another great professional. What a career he's had. You know, a lot of people can look up to him. He loves football, and you can tell when he's playing. You know, his his ability is is frightening. You know, when yeah. he comes in, it was so hard to play play ahead of him because he, he's just that good. Yeah. Um, you know, he's he's that good to play in any position he can you know he's played a lot more centrally than out wide because his legs have kind of hit yeah. but, um, you know he's, he's that good of a player that he can kind of play there and his, his range of passing and you know he can create chances out enough in his set his set plays you yeah. know he's he could he could keep going he's he's such a good player really and you know he looked after himself and stuff I'm sure so it was never a surprise now no yeah um yeah, well, I think unless you've got anything else you want to say, mate, and we can we can call that a podcast. That's everything. Cool. Brilliant. Thanks so much. Nice one. Much appreciated.